all these pieces. And you do this by connecting your heart to your yearning for Allah to step in and help you. Yes. And giving him permission. Yes. That's an interesting idea. And um, uh, we can talk about that a little bit. Yes, um, yeah. So the idea of trusting in Allah is kind of what I wanted to talk about today and what, what that means. Trust is a big deal, especially in our society and this time in our society. I was just uh, uh, online with people who are from my hometown mm. uh, called Santa Monica. Yep. We have a thing. Do you remember Santa Monica? And they were saying, what, what do you remember? What did you like? What do you miss? And I was recalling that at that time, when I grew up, you could go anywhere. Everywhere was safe. Mm. Hang around with your buddies. You could go to somebody's house without calling ahead and just show up and have a good time. Or everybody could get on our bikes and just go somewhere. Or you could walk somewhere. Or you could stay at the beach for hours on end. And it just felt safe. There were certain places you didn't go at night, but everybody knew that. Yeah. And this is the same with Allah, trusting Allah that Allah is going to take care of you. And that when you grow up, you know, in this time of mistrust, and especially in things regarding spiritual worlds and religion, we've been abused in so many different ways mm. that we we tend to want to not be, have anything to do with organized religion or spiritual teachers or any of that kind of stuff because everybody's been abused in some way or another yeah so why you know why step into that place yeah and and the thing is is that that's part of our journey it's coming back as an adult into trusting that Allah is there and is there for our, for, for love, for good, for, yes. for peace uh, at heart. Yeah. And uh, I think it's important not to, because of the things that have happened to us personally, where there's, we build up all this mistrust of people we tend to put that on Allah. Yeah. So how to move into that sense of trust is part of our journey as Sufis, because we, first of all, we have to acknowledge and witness in ourselves where mistrust lives. Mm. And mistrust lives in the relationships we've had in the past. Not that any of us have had any of that kind of situation or anything, but imagining that there's people you can't trust. Yeah, God, well, no, I've never had that. I yeah, have. if you know what I mean. So, uh, so how to get beyond mistrust and be able to put trust in Allah is part of our, our journey. And it's not easy, given how dangerous everything seems to be. I mean, even, you know, even going online is dangerous. 
Yeah. You know, you don't know if you're going to get fished or trolled or hacked or, you know, whatever's going to happen. And, and you can't really go outside at any time of the day. And you can't go and visit people, especially now in the, in the time of the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. These dystopian times. Yeah. Uh, so how do we establish trust in a law that's pure and simple? given all that we've been through? If you don't mind, for me, over the last few months, um, I, I, I mean, I feel incredibly blessed that I've had a couple of different avenues of uh, opportunities for, for insight that keeps bringing me... I mean, I, it's the first time in my life, because honestly, even when I was doing spirituality and doing religion and doing psychology and doing all that stuff, um, it was all intellectual. It was theoretical. That's what happens with, uh, are you talking about Buddhism? Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Uh, But it it was also happening in Islam. And it's, it's, it's what has been the clincher for me to suddenly drop out of my head and into my heartfulness in, 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 in all manner of ways and really taste the sweetness of knowing, knowing, internal knowing, embodied knowing that I am actually at one with the universe and God and it's all, it's all going to be okay, you know, even when things don't look like it. I, I honestly can say and have moments and flashes more and more of being okay. And that initial um, insight came through doing my certification in the inside out paradigm. And suddenly it enabled me to reflect back as a Buddhist and see what I was missing and, and in, 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 uh, you know, experientially. And also now look at myself in the, in the scope of Islam and see how the first nine years in Islam were um, actually uh, a, re- a, a reaction against fear. There, there was a fear reaction. I came in through fear and I built mm. my practice around fear. And, it, and and that fear was a fear of not belonging, a fear mm. of being enough, a fear of a whole lot yeah. of crap. Yeah, there is a lot of that. And, and that, it's a good point. To let that go now. And that is that trust step, which. Mm. Mm. And that, see, that, and that's part of the thing about entering into a spiritual path that's in, that's in within religion. You know, every religion has a center core that is the true, uh, as close to the actual origin of the experience of being close to Allah. Yeah. And, and coming back to that place is really important. However, there's a, a, a thing, uh, an organism called people that um, take on the idea of wanting to be helpful, but with an investment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and rather than doing it out of love, it's done out of what, you know, pretty much what Jesus had to deal with. 
And almost every religion has had to come to terms with at some point. And if not, it turns, it dies. And that is the idea of, and, and, and the Buddhists have to deal with this as well and do it in Tibetan Buddhism with the idea of wisdom and compassion. Yes. And the whole thing with, with in Tibetan Buddhism of the mudras of you have the dorje and you have the bell. And they have this dance that one represents compassion, the other represents wisdom. And they are in a balanced dance. And you can't do one without the other because if you, it, it becomes unbalanced when you do that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Inside and wisdom without the compassion can become quite, uh, you know, repressive and, and violent. Um, you need you need you need it balanced with that. So, the way I find that is helpful in a Sufi way to help bring trust back into our life mm. is to understand it's through steps of surrender, and the steps of surrender are about um, looking and using and seeing Allah's names manifesting all around us all the time. Mm -hmm. And to see that Allah's wisdom in providing these manifestations remains constant so that we can trust that the walls aren't going to fall down because it's a miracle. Uh, it's more like th this is showing, this is a miracle that everything is remaining just as it has always been in a state of flux, that it's, everything is changing, but we can count on some things and understand that the laws of physics will remain constant. Yes. Uh, and, and that my book is not going to change into a platypus yes. and that uh, the stars are going to stay where they are and, and everything's going to remain in physics so that we can trust that Allah's justice is in play. This is a miracle. This is amazing that we can do calculations and come up with the same answers. Mm. And that this allows, to, to me, you know, if you look at it from a different point of view, everything is, re, is devolving into chaos. It wants to go back to being dirt. Or, and and what we do is we take stuff, matter, and we shape it. And according to the laws of physics that Allah has provided, it remains that way, in which case we can talk to each other here through, through uh, binary uh, principles. Yeah. Uh, I find that interesting and miraculous. The other thing that's miraculous is that we have a heartbeat and we have a breath and those things keep us alive. And when they stop, we don't. Yeah. We don't continue. Uh, which reminds me of a completely uh, non-sequential Nazarene story. Oh, please. <laughs> this is, has nothing to do with anything. I thought it'd be fun to read this one. Mm -hmm. Nazardin, for once, 
<clears throat> decided to fast for the 30 days of Ramadan. And he thought he'd keep count by putting one stone every day into a pot. His little daughter, seeing her father do this, wanted to help. So she started to carry stones from all over the garden and put them in the pot too. <laughs> but Nazrin did, did not know about this. So a few days later, some travelers passing by asked him how many days of the fasting month had passed. Nazrin hurried to his pot, counted the stones, and then he, sorry, then he came back and said, um, 45. But, but, but there are only 30 days in a month. Yeah. I do not exaggerate, said the mullah with dignity. Far to the contrary. The actual number is 153. Huh? Okay, you lost me at the last sentence. He didn't tell them that there was 153. He 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 docked the number. Oh, so okay. so that he didn't exaggerate. But they wanted to know the exact number, so he told them. Oh. <laughs> so. So he knew his daughter was putting them in, in the end. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, happy, happy Diwali, uh, Yasmin. Oh, yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That was What's Diwali about? It's the Festival of Light. So basically, look, I, I, I don't know that much about it, but I can mm -hmm. tell you that there's a whole um, thing that leads up to Diwali. So, for example, on Friday was, um, I think I'm saying this correctly, Deshara. Mm -hmm. And so what happens on that night is in the evening, people start to light the deers um, to actually, you know, start the light and to attract um, Lakshmi into the home. So okay. Lakshmi is the goddess of wealth and prosperity and beauty and, you know, so, so that's what it's about. It's, it's, it's like just creating light with the deers everywhere to bring in this good energy. So it's like a, um, a new year for the Hindus, yeah. Yeah. And, and usually in India, they celebrate it with a lot of fanfare, with a lot of fireworks and, you know, um, all this yeah. sort of thing as Indians do. Yeah. But this year, I don't think they were allowed, which is very sad. Wow. Um, yeah. And there's usually lots of food and sweets. And so I suppose it's like our Eid, you know, um, it's a celebration. Yeah. So it does, it, does it follow a, a fasting time? What was before it? Um, yeah, so before that, there's just, there is, I think there is fasting. <clears throat> I'm okay. not sure, but mm. there's a lot of pujas, you know, like prayers yeah. that, that, that build up, up to that, yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I sort of keep in touch because um, uh, we've got a cousins group on WhatsApps, yeah. and a lot of my cousins are actually, have become Hindus through marriage, and so they always say, oh, today is this and today is that. So, and then I look at it and I go, mm, don't know what that is. Better Google it. 
So this yeah. is how I build up my little knowledge base, you know. So yeah. so normally, you know, like it, there's some eve where you have kheer or rice pudding and then you have, oh. that's, the, that's the same sort of thing that they do, you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so so yesterday we, um, my brother and I were invited to um, a friend's place and she made lots of very delicious dishes. Yeah. And, um, and she knows I don't have sugar. So very kind of her to make special desserts with no sugar, just honey. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's not yeah. that you don't have, you have something that is sweet, but it's without the sugar. That'd be really lovely to do those Indian desserts. Okay. Were there any questions about uh, what I just spoke about regarding Sorry. trust and surrender? Look, I, I, I feel, shake that, you know, it, 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 it is one's experience. So one of the things I feel that I've learned in the next year, I mean, as you know, we went through a very dark phase where I thought this, I mean, honestly, I was just not right. And I was still carrying on because you, one does, you know. And, um, and everything that I had wanted or planned, which was my desire, if you like, um, kind of fell apart, you know. Like I had packed all, you know, half my stock. I took it to Perth. I had, you know, made sure there were no tenants there. I was going to move, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, so my lesson has been that you just, at the end of the day, just have to give in because it's out of your control, you know, what, what is going to happen. Um, and, and I think through that experience, um, one's trust starts to build up because you go, you know, I found, you know, just things like la ilaha illallah, there's no God but God, um, starts to play a, a, a greater significance in what I'm saying. Or even when we start the day in the name of God, most gracious, most merciful, you know, so it becomes, well, the only way I can describe it is that it becomes deeper in one psyche. And so everything becomes a lot more meaningful. And I remember months ago, Sheikh, you said, we were talking about, I think, Buddhist mantras and, you know, whatever. And, mm. and, and, and I think you said, just focus on the zikr, you know, it works. And I remember at that time, I thought, yeah, well, I've been doing this for a while. But, you know, now I look back and I go, yes, it does. You know, because there's, there's been a, um, a, shift. A, shift. a shift. Yeah. yeah. A, a, a shift, you know, it's, it's, it's like a vibration that, that kind of just changes one's psyche, you know, I mean, albeit very embryonic, it's been amazing, you know, just, just to see that start to happen. And I'm very grateful. Good. Gratitude is a big thing too. Yeah. yeah. To be grateful. You yes. know, that, and this is the other thing that, um, uh, Abdul Qadr al Jalani says, he says, um, uh, it's all about the the practice of it. That you can't, you, you don't really know something until you practice it. I mean, I can sell, I can tell you all these things, but 
it's just like you were saying, Pia, it's just intellectual until you put it into practice. And then when you put it into practice, and then then you can see it's it's you understand deeper and deeper what la ilaha illallah means. It becomes something that makes sense in a way that you had not expected it to make sense before. Yeah. Because because you are changing to accommodate the that awareness. Yeah. And, it's, and, it, and it is, I mean, I don't know whether it's a chicken and egg kind of thing, but it's like I was doing the, I was doing the rituals, but it, be it Buddhist, be it whatever, be it Muslim, whatever, it, I was doing them. So I was practicing them in a physical sense. I was doing them quite really, like, like very routinely and everything. Um, but it, It was just that missing awareness, uh, missing qualitative yeah. insight underlying the doing that was missing that made it suddenly breathe, breathe life into it, if that makes sense. Well, of course. That's why it's a practice and that the practice is part of a pr larger process of change. Mm. And the change is what we try to talk about in regards to insan e kamil, which is the integration of all your bits. Mm. I like the British kind of, they talk about bits all the time. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the idea that you have all these disparate parts, how do you bring them all together? And the best way to do that is through the idea of zikr, of bringing it through into into a unified whole and that whole contains paradoxes and these paradoxes are what we are we are a bunch of paradoxes we're not men and women we're beings that contain masculine and feminine we are angelic and ape-like at the same time yeah we have an inner and outer world. We have a material and a social world. We have a social and an emotional world. We have an emotional and a spiritual world. And all of these opposites have to fit together. And that requires change. And change, for change to happen, requires effort. And for effort to make change requires time and a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you got to be able to laugh at yourself about this because you're going to stick to the old ways because that's what you know. And to, and to enter into new ways requires courage. And, and we are scared of change. And effort is work. And work is hard. And that means pain. It is painful to change. But this is where the trust comes in. But, said the little river that lived in the desert to the rain cloud coming over, he says, look, I'm tired of being a little river. I want to I be like the big streams that go into the ocean. And the cloud said, not a problem. All you have to do is let me absorb you and I'll take you over 
and I'll drop you into the ocean. You can be a river. Yeah. What do you want to do? And, and the little river said, yeah, but what happens to me? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> all right. That's all I got. Did you have any questions? Yeah, I, I had a question which I was just um, intrigued with. So, Sheikh Tana. Jasmine. Yeah, sorry? What is your question? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I didn't even think I was just blabbing. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm just being silly. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, so, so on the WhatsApp thing, there was a, a breathing exercise that oh, um, okay. Shekhtana had, right? Mm -hmm. So that was like, you, put your, you know which one I'm talking about. Put your head down, then you breathe up, and then you go down. So I was just intrigued because, you know, why that way, as opposed to say, you know, there's the pranayama that one does. So was there a significance to that i don't know i have not tried it uh, and i have not seen that um i think part of this is just getting just doing something about breathing is good yeah. to do uh if he's found a good way to do it that's great if you found a way that you've been doing all your life that works for you stick with that that's nobody's telling yeah. you what to do but you find the thing that works for you this is just you know, another way of breathing, I imagine. Mm, yeah. Uh, regarding meditation, meditation is good if you know how to do it properly. The idea, once again, it's not a religion. It's a way of learning how to bring your mind back from where it went. Like life, we tend to get distracted. Now, some of us, get very upset with ourselves for being distracted and create a whole new nefs system of victimhood. Unnecessary. All that you need to do as you learn in breathing meditation is gently bring your mind back to the present. That's it. There's no big deal. It's not magic. And the same with life. When you get distracted, you may, you may find yourself in some other part of the world and you go uh doesn't work for me and you come back and you bring yourself to your center again mm. no big deal yeah you've learned something and you've seen something and that's all now let's move forward yeah continuing to move forward and looking ahead okay love it um Sheikh, when are we having the next big zikr? Oh, let me look on the calendar. Calendar. Was it meant to be next weekend? Was it? Let me see. No. Next weekend is the 20th. No, this week is. What's the date today? Today is the 15th. We're going to have a barbecue the 29th. Sweet. Okay. So that'll be fun. So, so that will be at the center? Yeah. And that's um, uh, with family and friends. Okay. And, and, and are we going to kind of merge that with a big, so that would be with your barbecue? Or? No, no. No, just a barbecue. Okay. 
Um, we, and, you know, just bring your, bringing family in just to meet each other and without any kind of uh, 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 anything. Yeah. Just for just, just social. Yeah. Okay. And then, but we'll have a big zicker before Christmas. Yeah. Yes. That would be um, the December 20th. Okay. Great. Right. Yes. Yeah. December 20th is Big Zicker. Okay, cool. Okay, great. Yeah. Yep. So because just going towards Christmas, you know, everything seems to rush. Oh, it doesn't it though? Weird. Yeah, it's like I don't know where, I really don't know where time goes these days. Um, where, what, what year is this? <laughs> well, yes, yeah. right, you know. Um, I don't, I don't want to know this year. <laughs> I, mean, I am not interested in this year. Yeah, but it went by quickly. I've got to say, how evil as it all was, um, and, and that, but it still went by really quickly. I can't believe it's over, pretty much. I am glad. <laughs> anyway, Thank you. And if anybody ever wants to come over on Thanksgiving, which is the 26th of this month, I'm making a turkey. You're doing a turkey turkey. Lovely. All righty. Talk okay. to you later. Love you. Salam alaikum. Alaikum salam. Bye. Bye. Salam alaikum, Marids, seekers, curious, and interested listeners. We appreciate you and are happy to share our Sufi message. Your donation will help support our Sufi Center in Sydney, where we do zikr, sobat, spiritual counseling, and healing services. We believe the message should be free, but it costs equipment, rental, services, software, and hardware to get this to you. So thank you for choosing our podcast among all the millions available. If you go to our website, ansarisufiorder.org, you will be able to donate through PayPal whatever you think this information is worth to you. Blessings and love, the Australian Ansari Sufi Order.